Hey everyone, it's Elizabeth Groshar, licensed real estate instructor and broker owner of EDG Realty and EDG Realty Refer in Sarasota, Florida. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of I Got My Real Estate License, Now What? Last week I covered how to do your showings, so today I'm going to cover what to do after your showings have gone so well that you have gone under contract. You did your showings, submitted your offer, and it was accepted by the seller, now what? First thing to do when you go under contract is to send your fully executed contract to all parties. The fully executed contract is the signed agreement that has been signed and initialed on all pages and all changes. And the date that you receive it back with the last initial or signature will be the executed date and your dates in the contract going forward will be based off of that. Once you get the signed contract back from your listing agent, you're going to go ahead and get an email ready and send it to the buyer. In my email, I like to include all of the important dates that the buyer needs to look out for, such as when to apply for a mortgage, when the inspection period is over, when the escrow is due, where it's going, when the mortgage approval is due, and so on. Basically, just all of the important dates in the contract. After I send that initial email, I go ahead and schedule emails that will be sent out 24 hours prior to the due date of each particular item, and I let the buyers know in my initial email that I will be doing this, in case they receive the email and they've already completed the item, they know they can just ignore it, but if they have not yet completed it, it will just be an extra reminder for them to get it done. I also attach the fully executed contract in there. So after I send that with the fully executed contract, I will then prepare an email for the lender and title company with the fully executed contract as well. When I send the contract to the lender, I'm just going to include it in an email and say something of the something along the lines of, we're officially under contract, please see attached. If you have any questions, please let me know. The title company's information is below. And then I'll enter the title company's information and the lender needs this because they're going to be requesting some stuff from them such as a loan commitment, balancing a closing statement, and sending all of their lender documents for your buyer to sign at closing. So then I set up an email to the title company as well and I CC the buyer and the buyer only in that email. And I give the title company some additional information in addition to the fully executed contract. I always say, please confirm receipt of attached fully executed contract as well as the buyer's information sheet. So that way they are able to show me that they have received the contract. On the buyer's information sheet, I include buyer's contact information for the title company and I will include lender's contact information. If there's a homeowner's association, I will include it on there. And if your brokerage does not have one of these, you can always ask the title company if they have one, they usually do. Or if you want a copy of ours to see what it looks like, just shoot me an email, elizabethgroshar at forsalesrq.com. So now that you've sent the fully executed contract to the buyer, lender, and title company, you're gonna go ahead and help your buyer schedule an inspection. I highly recommend to every single one of my customers, whether it's a brand new home or a home that is half done, one roof missing, walls missing, to always do a home inspection. And I always do this in writing. You only know what the seller or listing agent has told you about the property. And unless you're a general contractor, you should not be giving advice on the condition of any property. So if your buyer asks if they should get a home inspection, your answer should always be yes. And you should always recommend getting a home inspection. Uh, if they ask for recommendations on home inspectors, you should have a sheet of at least a couple and allow them to choose one, or they can always ask around to friends and family and see if anybody has a home inspector they recommend. So sending these emails and scheduling the home inspection should be done as soon as you're able to once you're under contract. 
After you have the home inspection scheduled, just email the listing agent to make sure that the time works for the seller and let them know, hey, the home inspection is scheduled for this date at this time. Please let me know if there's any issues. I would have your buyer schedule the home inspection directly, but you can help them if you need to. You want to make sure that the inspector has their contact information so they can do payment and have direct contact with him in case they have any questions. Let your buyer know that within the inspection period is likely going to be the only time that you're going to visit the house and likely during the inspection is going to be the only time. So if they need measurements or anything like that, it should be done at the inspection. So that we have our home inspection scheduled and we're still on the subject of home inspections, I'm going to jump around a little bit and just say once you have your home inspection done and if there's any repair requests or anything like that, it's going to be done in writing to the listing agent. And there's a, in Florida at least, there's a form you can use called a buyer repair request form and you just send it over there. If the seller accepts it, great. If not, you might have to go back and forth a little bit and just see where you can come to an agreement. So now that we have the home inspection stuff out of the way, you're going to want to make sure you have a little bit of information on the escrow deposit and where it's going because that's usually the next thing. It's usually due within three days of the contract being executed. So the buyer will need to drop off either a check to the title company or a wire. Um, If you did not choose the company, then it's likely it's on the first page of the contract. And in this day and age, most title companies do just prefer the wire. So you'll have to have your buyer reach out to the title company directly to get the wiring instructions because you want to make sure they know sometimes wire fraud is a thing. So once they get the wiring instructions, call the number that is on the contract and confirm that the wiring instructions are correct before sending their deposit. Once the title company receives their wire, you should get a verification of deposit and you'll just need to add that to your file and this deposit will show up as a credit on the closing statement to the buyer. If you do not see the listing agent CC'd on the email of the deposit, make sure to send them the confirmation as well. The next important date that usually comes up is when the buyer should apply for their loan, and that's usually within five days of the executed contract. Your buyer should already know that they need to do this based off your initial email that you sent them. So you want to just double check with the lender a couple days before it's due and make sure that they're either in the process or they're getting ready to do it. And you're also going to want to check in with the lender weekly just to see if there's anything that they either need from you, the buyer, or someone else that you can maybe help get for them. Next time you'll speak to... The lender is going to be when you have to have your clear to close or appraisal. Typically, that's usually around the same day within the 30-day mark after the contract is executed. And typically, you know, everything is due by then. So you want to make sure you're checking in with your lender to be in compliance with the contract, and you should also be keeping the listing agent informed as well as you go. During all these times, you're going to want to make sure to keep in constant communication with the buyer, giving them updates on everything that is going on or anything that is needed. If you have the email templates like I spoke about in the beginning, you should be fairly ready and easy to do. It should just be a very easy process, but some people do prefer phone calls or texting and you can adjust yourself accordingly. Once you have the clear to close from the lender or if it's a cash purchase at least a week before, you're going to want to reach out to the buyer and schedule the closing with them and the title company. Once you have your closing scheduled, you can also schedule a walkthrough of the property to make sure it's in the same condition as when you went under contract. I like to schedule my walkthroughs the day before if possible, just in case any issues arise then you still have some time to fix them. After you do the walkthrough, you can let the listing agent know as well as the title company that the walkthrough has been completed and the closing is scheduled for tomorrow at 10 a.m. 
I recommend attending the closing with your buyer in case they have any questions or going over the documents with them beforehand if you can't attend and having any questions answered prior so when they go in, it's a quick, easy signing. So to sum everything up, basically you just need to be in constant communication with the buyer, the title company, the lender, and the listing agent throughout the closing and it should run fairly smoothly. And then if there are any bumps in the road, they will be dealt with in a proper timely manner and everybody will be kept informed along the way. By doing this, you'll create positive professional relationships with everyone you do business with, which will likely lead to referrals in the future. So those are the basics of how to get from offer accepted to closing as a buyer's agent. Obviously, sometimes there are additional items that come up, such as HOA applications and stuff like that. So always check with your broker beforehand and before doing anything to make sure that you're following not only the code of ethics, but their policy and procedures manual as well. So thank you so much for listening to another episode of I Got My Real Estate License, Now What? I'm Elizabeth Groshar, licensed real estate instructor and broker owner of EDG Realty and EDG Realty Refer in Sarasota, Florida. Thanks so much for listening. Go out there and get your offers accepted. Have a great week. Oh,